Hello? Hello? Hello. Welcome back to the podcast, fuckers. What the fuck is up? This is Kat, and this is my fucking podcast. I'm trying to get my volume right in this room um, because it is, oh, it's 8 a.m. It's not super early. I woke up about 40 minutes ago. Dom is still asleep from a long night of streaming. Um, So I decided to record in his office today instead of in the closet because I know that this week was our last week of having podcasts batched out. So I'm just going to batch out a shit ton now. I am really passionate about the topic we are about to talk about. So let's dive into it. Today on the podcast, I wanted to talk to you about something that came up yesterday while I was listening to another podcast. If you don't know Logan Paul's podcast, Impulsive, it is a great one. It is one of my favorites to listen to. It is super long format. It's over an hour every single time, but I really enjoy it, which is so interesting because I'm not a long format type of gal. Like I won't sit down and listen to a 45 minute podcast like when it comes to that long format, but I'll listen to a 15 to 20 minute podcast or I'll sit down, I'll get in the creative zone and I'll turn on impulsive in the background. And it's like an hour and a half of background noise that I actually consume and listen to. And I really, really enjoy it. And yesterday I was finishing up the episode because I didn't get the chance to. Uh, while I was home. I was finishing up the episode on the treadmill at the gym. No, I was not running. I do not run. Um, I was walking at an incline, but still, some would say it's even more effective than running because you're actually aware of your muscles and your core and all that stuff rather than when I'm running, I kind of feel like a like a fish out of water just being like, just get back to the finish line. Just get back to the water, okay? And that's saying something because I ran for like years and years and years on end straight. If you want a story on how I hate running, I would be more than happy to tell that one. But I figured let's stick to the virtual assistant stuff, you know? So I was listening to Impulsive yesterday on the treadmill at the gym and I was, they brought on their editor and producer for Impulsive, the podcast, because if you don't know, Logan Paul has his own YouTube channel and his TikTok and his Instagram and those endeavors. And then there's Impulsive, which is almost like a completely different asset of his. Um, And they have a YouTube channel. Then they have a secondary YouTube channel, which is Impulsive Clips. So it's like the short things. If you're wanting to find one particular part of the show that was fucking hilarious, they'll have it on Impulsive Clips. He also runs the Instagram and everything along those lines. I was listening to him and they were talking about how he was, this producer, Caleb, the first and only one to cold email and get hired. And I found this super interesting because if you know me, you know that I am um, not about cold pitching at all. (laughs) Okay. Because here's the thing. Number one, I used to do it and I've seen how ineffective it is. (laughs) And I know how impersonal it is. And sales is a personal thing, you know, like pitching yourself is a personal thing. People want to know you and know what you're about. But number two, I also don't like cold pitching because whenever somebody cold pitches me, I used to respond and I used to say, because I used to be there, right? Like I used to be the one that would cold pitch. And I was like young and like, like not like in the marketing game fully. And I was like, 
you know, like, uh, no, I'm not interested, but thank you so much. I know how much courage it takes to reach out to somebody. But then they would respond to me and pitch me again later and assume that me saying no thank you was a follow-up. And I was like, you're clearly not getting the point. And then I'm like, do we, I really want to be encouraging people to cold pitch? Fuck that shit. So now I'll be completely honest. Whenever a cold pitch comes in into my DMs, I delete it. I delete it. Um, And if they want to hang around and if they want to read my content about why they shouldn't be cold pitching and what to do instead, like, dude, I'm all for it, but I'm just not for cold pitching. Okay. But Caleb, Caleb got the job on his first cold email. And I want to tell this story because he did something that I 10 out of 10 recommend every virtual assistant does. If you've been inside of the VA Vault, if you've been inside the VA Academy, we talk about this. If you've even been on my Instagram, we talk about this. And not super in-depth on Instagram compared to you know the how it, within the VA Vault and within the VA Academy, but we talk about it. And dude, like the reason this kid got the job on his first cold pitch email was because he did the job before he had the job. And this is something that I've been doing for a while, for years and years and years, but it's something that Angie, my first client, her boyfriend Clay, voiced how important doing the job before having the job is, how influential it can be to your career. And I wanted to dive into that today because let me tell you, I've done the job before I've gotten the job almost every single time I've had a client other than a few. And what I mean by this is this kid, Caleb, yeah, he cold emailed Logan Paul. Okay. Which that's a big fucking deal. I would have like shit myself. Not actually, but like, you know, you get nervous. Okay. And then you're like, well, this person think I'm a freak for cold emailing them. Okay. This kid cold emailed Logan Paul. And he was talking about how he could help impulsive and produce impulsive because they were looking for a producer. And he brought examples. He literally sent a portfolio of examples because Logan Paul had already been doing impulsive for over a hundred episodes by then without a producer for this podcast. And Caleb said he pulled footage from Impulsive and he said, this is what I would have used as a clip on Impulsive Clips. These are the thumbnails I would have created. And he literally created all of these pieces of content so that Logan could visually see exactly what Caleb would do if he got the job. And that is what got him the job. Logan's response, this is amazing. When can you start? That was it. He sold him on the first cold pitch, but here's the thing. Here's the importance. And they talk about this on the show too. The important part was if he cold pitched himself without the examples, without doing the job before he had the job, he probably wouldn't have gotten the job. It was the fact that he did the job before he had the job, that he took the time and showed them multiple examples of hypotheticals of what he would do. That is what got him the job. Okay. I'll never forget. Clay told me the story of this girl he knew in New York, and she wanted to apply to be the head of marketing at some fashion agency. I forget where now, but some fashion house. 
and I think it was Coach, actually, the handbag company. I forget, but I'll have to double check with him on that. But he told me the story and he was like, you know, they were hiring for a head of marketing or whatever. And she applied on LinkedIn, but then she literally put together an entire marketing plan for them and sent it to their main office. And she sent this whole marketing brief, this entire marketing brand. She put in weeks of work into this marketing brief of what she would do if she were head of marketing at Coach, right? If she had this position. And they denied her on LinkedIn initially. But then that same day, I think it was that same day or it's that same week. I forget the specifics of the story, but the story is true. Okay. But that same Within that same period of time, she got a call saying that she got the job. And within a week, she had her name on a fucking door in a corner office. But she got denied on LinkedIn. But it's because she did the job before she had the job. And she went out of her way to deliver that. And she worked extra on top of the job she already had to make sure that her quality level was so fucking high. That's what allowed her to get the job at this fashion house. And it's something that I did. It's something I did for Angie. I literally worked for free for a month before she hired me, hired me. So I guess that counts. But also I would go out of my way for her too, where, you know, before I even started working with her, she asked on her Instagram stories, like, hey, I want to redo my podcasting studio. Does Do any of you have recommendations for like what to include, what kind of design to do? And I literally mapped out an entire design because I was interior design before I was human relations in undergrad, I literally mapped out an entire design. I went shopping for her online and I literally gave her three selections for each type of piece that I would include. A good one, a better one, and a best one at quality and price level. And I was like, here you go. And I just like put, shoved my name in the door there. I was like, here you go. Here's a wedge in the door. Keep that freaking door open. I did this and I did the job before I had the job. I did this with um, Boss Babe, the company that I work with now. I did the job before I had the job. I did the job before I had the job for so many of my other clients too. Um, and really at the end of the day, like, dude, if you're looking and if you really, really want to work for someone and if you're like, oh, I haven't developed the relationship with them yet um, when it comes to like over social media and everything like that. But I really like I just want to pitch myself to them, whether they're looking for uh, to fill a position and you're like, I don't fully know them, um, but I want to pitch myself to them if they don't even have a position open at all. But you want to make a position for themselves. Find a hole in what they're currently doing. Present an opportunity to fill that hole. Present a plan that will allow you to fill that hole for them. And a lot of people listening to this will freak out and be like, but what if they just take my idea and run with it? What if they take my idea and they find somebody else to execute it? Dude, can I tell you? Yeah, that might happen. It's never happened to me. It's never happened to actually any freelancer I know, except for one. And I know uh, a shit ton. Okay. So maybe there's that one in a thousand chance that that might happen. Okay. That might happen. You know, prepare yourself for the worst, you know, but the most likely scenario that would happen is this person looks at what you've brought to the table, looks at the stuff that you've done, and then they go, wow, they know everything that I need help with. They know how to do it all. 
I don't have the time to do it all. And I don't want to find somebody else and constantly be on the hunt for somebody else because this person's good. And then they give you a chance and then they onboard you. Okay? I'm just telling it to you straight. That's most likely how it's going to go. People are not stupid. When they see an asset, they want to acquire that asset, okay? They want to invest in it. They want to take care of it. They want to make sure that it appreciates, that you will constantly be improving. And your proactivity of doing the job before you had the job shows that you are that type of asset. So if you are, I do not recommend that you cold pitch yourself, okay? I don't recommend it. I still don't recommend it. But I do recommend that you do the job before you have the job. I do recommend that you do that. Whether you are applying for a job and you're like, oh, it's just an application. Like everyone's like, they just said to apply. Or if you pitch yourself and then they go, oh yeah, send up your resume over. And you're like, oh yeah, I'm already in. They just want me to send my resume over. Dude, go the extra mile and present something. Do the job before you have the job. Show them that you have a solution to their problems. It might even be problems that they don't even know they have yet, but do the job before you have the, have the job. That will set you across the finish line so much quicker. And it will literally just speak volumes for the type of person you are, the type of worker you are, how proactive you are, how innovative you are, okay? Treat every job Treat every potential client like a college application. You want to fucking wow them. And you didn't fucking fuck up or skip out on your college applications if you went to college. You sweat over them. I remember I was the most stressed, actually not the most stressed, probably the most stressed I ever was in high school was when I was applying to my colleges and everything, okay? You wanna put so much fucking effort into it. Do the job before you have the job. I love you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, make sure to leave. I was going to say leave a comment, but we're on Spotify, so that is not possible. Make sure to download this episode, screenshot it, and send it to me on IG. Tell me your favorite part of the podcast. I love you, and I will see you in the next one.